listen, put me in the parking lot, you know, um, with Bears, and I'll go out there and play. It don't matter. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right. Welcome on into Locked On Auburn. Happy, happy Wednesday. I'm solo today. We're going to talk about what Gus Malzahn said to the media yesterday. Also, a ton of you called in and texted in calling for Gus's head. We're going to talk about that as well. Because it really seems like that's the that's the storyline this week. Not Texas A&M. And not even recapping the Iron Bowl. I guess we just don't want to do that. And I don't blame you. I don't really want to do it anymore either. Today's show brought to you by our good friends at Fetch Me Home Delivery. Uh, you can use promo code 10OFF. They have Fusion. That is a new Thai and Vietnamese uh, restaurant that is on the platform, as well as Chick Chick Pork Pork. That's a fan favorite. Uh, one of their more popular things on uh, on Fetch Me. And Veggies to Go. Shout out to all of uh, our vegetarian friends who are looking for more fuel this week. So 10OFF to those three restaurants. And, of course, you can use promo code Zach 20 for your first delivery free. Download their new and improved app. Highly, highly, highly recommended. FetchMeDelivery.com or search FetchMe in your phone's app store. Use promo code Zach20 for your first delivery free. Gus Malzahn spoke to the media yesterday, and I don't know why, but I always expect him to be different after like a uh, career-altering win-slash-loss, and he never is. He's the same. And I guess we should find some kind of pleasure in the consistency. It may make some of you mad. I don't know. Um, But here's his open. And, uh, of course, he started things off by talking very highly on Texas A&M. First of all, we're turning the page from last week. Uh, We've got a a very good Texas A&M team coming in. Um, You know, they're top five in the country uh, fighting for a college playoff berth. so uh, we're excited to, to get that opportunity to play them at home. It's going to be senior day. We've got 16 seniors. I know they're really looking forward to, to, to playing their last home game in our, in our, in our, in our field. Uh, you look at uh, Texas A&M, um, you, know, uh, you look, they're fourth in the league in points. Uh, they've got an experienced quarterback, probably the most experienced quarterback in the league. Uh, you look at them defensively on total defense. They're first in our league. They got nine starters back, and very impressive when you watch them uh, on, on film. So, uh, like I said, playing a top five team at home. Um, you know, our guys are, are looking forward to, to playing these guys and getting a chance to come back and play our last, you know, home game specifically with you know for our seniors. Yeah, we'll talk about the senior class in just a second. But TAMU being fourth in points. When he said that, I was like, really? Because when you just watch them, I don't feel that. But I thought that was interesting. But just when you look at like what they did on Saturday night against LSU, it's just this team doesn't look like a top five team to me. I don't think it looks like a top ten team based on what we saw Saturday. Um, was talking about with some folks uh, yesterday. I mean, the college football playoff committee and the AP voters and all of that really valuing Texas A&M for that Florida game earlier in the season. Um, A&M first in total defense. That's that's an interesting thing. I I think Auburn is going to have a tougher time scoring than they will on defense. I think Kevin Steele is going to be able to craft a game plan and limit Kellen Mond and this Texas A&M offense, but I think something 
it's really going to come down to can can Auburn score 24 points? That's kind of the number I'm putting out there. If they can score 24 points, I think they win on Saturday. We'll have to see. Saturday is senior day, and Gus Malzahn loves this senior class. Oh, you know, this senior class, uh, a bunch of special uh, people, first of all, uh, you know, and been around here a long time, and, um, you know, they're part of our family, and and it it means a lot to try to send those guys out with a victory. And, you know, we've been pretty fortunate to be pretty good on senior day, and we need to do the same thing, you know, this game. Right. Uh, I think think that kind of explains everything there. Um, He was asked about playing games – after the Iron Bowl, you know, I, I think it's it's a positive after the Iron Bowl. You're exactly right. You know, we're all programmed that the Iron Bowl's over with, and you're thinking about postseason, whatever that means. Um, and then, you know, the unique thing, obviously, we came off a tough loss, but the unique thing is we got a top five team uh, coming in. We got a chance to to redeem ourselves. Um, you know, so that's different. That should be a positive. Uh, you know, this week compared to your normal. Uh, seasons. So that's the way we got to look at it. And, and that'll be a, a big key uh, for our guys to get ready to play a, a really, really big home, big uh, uh, game at home. A highest ranked team you know, will play at home all year. And I think that's a big deal. I say it all the time. Desperate Gus Malzahn, he is, he's back. He's coaching for his job on Saturday, I believe. And he's at home. That person has never lost at home. Take it for what it's worth. Gus Malzahn, uh, they recruited Kellen Mond. He thinks very highly of him. I think the SEC would look very differently at Mond if he would have chosen Auburn. Um, Gus was asked about him. Yeah, of course, you know, we recruited Kellen. Um, you know, so we knew him very well. We knew he had a chance to be a really good quarterback. Uh, we faced him numerous times, and, uh, you know, he always presents challenges because uh, he can throw the ball vertically down the field. He can extend plays. And he can run the football. You know, he's a tough guy, too. You know, so uh, he's a guy we know a lot about, and he's a very talented young man. Yeah, I mean, all the things that Kellen Mond does well, like Gus just said, that's not how they use him. It's not how they use him at all. And it just looks a little awkward. It looks clunky. And I think they've really limited Kellen Mond. I know a lot of Auburn fans look at how Malzahn and Auburn has used quarterbacks during the last decade or so. Um I feel like what they have done at A&M to Kellen Mond has been worse. That's just my opinion. That's just my opinion. We'll see. I've been higher on how Gus treats quarterbacks than a lot of you guys that listen to me. So, um, we'll see. Gus also talked about the offensive line, and it's back to where they were a few weeks ago as far as them starting to learn how to play together. And... I, I just think it's frustrating. It's no one's fault. Injuries stink. Injuries happen. But it's just, it, it's a real bummer. And if Auburn does lose on Saturday and just kind of the season goes down in a downward spiral, I think a lot of it's going to have to do with the offensive line. They got to a point where they could lean on this unit, and all of a sudden they can't due to, you know, the tackles not being 100%. And that's a major, major bummer. Today's show brought to you by our good friends at Homefield Apparel. Go to homefieldapparel.com. And you will see all kinds of vintage college licensed apparel. And not only does it look cool and it you know kind of helps you stand out, but it's it's the most comfortable shirts ever. They they recently came out with their Michigan line. And on Tuesdays, I do locked on college football with uh, the locked on Wolverines 
host, Isaiah Hole, and he's like, dude, I thought you were just kind of saying it for the reads, but you're not joking. They sent me some stuff, and it's like the most comfortable shirts that I have now. I'm like, dude, I told you. It sounds like I'm just doing a read because it sounds so exaggerated, um, but it's true. It's true, and I, I wore some of it up in Ohio um, last week, and um, I was around a bunch of Ohio State fans, and they were jealous. And I'm like, yeah, well, Michigan has it. They did not like it when I said that. But, yeah, go to homefieldapparel.com. Use promo code Auburn, A-U-B-U-R-N, for a nice discount with 20% off of your order. Homefieldapparel.com. Use promo code Auburn, A-U-B-U-R-N, for 20% off. Perfect time for a Christmas gift. I'm telling you, uh, whoever you buy this for, doesn't matter what age, doesn't matter what gender, they will love the shirts from Homefield Apparel. Also, today's show brought to you by our good friends at Coors Light. It is the beer literally made to chill. Cold lagered, cold filtered, cold packaged, literally made to chill. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. Perfect for a moment to unwind. And, you know, I think a lot of people kind of train themselves. And when they start sipping on Coors Light while watching a football game or a basketball game, what have you, it's like, okay. I can now relax because it's the beer made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door at get.coorslight.com. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. On the show Monday, let's circle back to the Monday show just for a second. I told you guys my deal for the whole, you know, fire Gus stuff. I'm like, if you call in, and if you want Gus gone, you can't just say he's got to go. We have a we we have to create a deal here, or else it's just anarchy, and everyone's just throwing stuff, saying he's got to go, he's got to go, he's got to go. You got to give me someone who would make the program better than where he has it currently, and you got to tell me why. All right, we got we had a bunch of voicemails. I think I only have time for three today. Um, ben from North Georgia chimed in after he heard. Monday show. I love it when Ben from North Georgia calls in because I always feel like he's going to disagree with me on something. Let's see if he does here. Hey, Zach. Just wanted to basically reach out. Uh, this is Ben from North Georgia. But I, I heard you on your podcast today, and basically if you want to move on from Gus, you need to have a list. And I think right. we need to move on. I've been arguing this since 2017, which – whether somebody agrees with me or not, uh, I believe that disaster in the LSU game at 17, that's when we should have pulled the trigger on him. Um, and I know that Joe loved to point out that we came so close to, you know, finishing out the season right at 17, but we did. Like a lot of things with Gus, we come close, but, yeah, eh. with no cigar. Okay. But if I was going to replace Gus, Honestly, my top candidate would be, I would literally go throw the bank at Brett Venables over at Clemson. Uh, I know he's not been a head coach, but to me, that's irrelevant at this point. It's better than chasing some one-year, two-year uh, offensive wanderer or uh, somebody that, you know, basically hasn't had a long track record of success. Right. And one of the biggest draws to somebody like Venables is the fact that he's produced championship-level defenses, has recruited against Auburn and everybody else, and has been successful. And he comes from a program that you could say looks very similar to what Auburn wants to be. That would be my top choice. If I had a backup, it would probably be uh, probably the head coach up at Minnesota. 
But I also PJ think Fleck. we need to get away from people that have ties to the Auburn program. We tried that, and it just honestly hasn't worked. We need to move on to somebody that doesn't have that background with Auburn and start with a fresh uh, mindset. So that's my choice. Uh, hope you all are doing well. War Eagle. Hey, War Eagle, thank you so much uh, for listening and calling in so often. Ben from North Georgia. So a few things there. One, the, the 2017 LSU game, at the time it stunk, and that collapse was was catastrophic. I would 100% agree with you. But Auburn falling short at the end of 2017 had nothing to do with the LSU game. In fact, if Auburn wins that LSU game, they're in the exact same situation. So he told us all after the game, hey, it's not the end of the world. Man, it ticked a lot of folks off, but he was right because what they did after that game following that season, they um, they made what happened in Baton Rouge irrelevant. So I don't think that's fully fair. I get being frustrated that individual game, but the game didn't matter. Even if they win it, the, the, the season is exactly the same as far as the outcome. They lose to Georgia in the SEC championship game. Um, as far as hiring Brent Venables, that's a good one. I haven't heard that one a whole lot. I like that, and I think that's a good one in the sense of I think there's a lot of Tier 2 teams in college football. I would put Auburn in the second tier of these college football programs. Not teams this year, but just programs as a status. And I think Clemson was there a few years ago, and Venables got to see firsthand them move into you know that top tier where there's five or six programs at the table and Clemson has moved themselves. They've gotten up in the cafeteria and walked from the tier two table to the tier one table, that elite table. So I think that makes a whole lot of sense. I'm a big fan of PJ Fleck. I don't know how much he would fit in culturally here. I think that's great. Um, you talk about wanting guys that are outside of this Auburn stuff and, and I agree with you to some extent. It still has to be a culture fit. Um, and I know you didn't point that out or anything, so you probably agree with me there, but um, we don't know how Alan Green is going to hire a big coach. We don't know. Um, and as far as saying, like, you know, hiring folks hasn't worked. I said this on Monday. There's 40, 45, maybe uh, close to 50 teams in Power 5 conferences that would love to be where Auburn was, right? So to say it hasn't worked, it's like, We've played in two championships, two two national championships in the last decade. So let's be careful on, you know, ha, has it worked? We'll see. Let me know. 205-502-4285. Greg from Huntsville. Hey, Zach. I uh, love the show. This is Greg in Huntsville. Thanks, Greg. Um, I'll try to make this as short as possible. So in regards to Gus and uh, his future at Auburn, Here's the scenario that I've been thinking about. So going back a couple of years, probably since Bo Nix's freshman year, a lot of Auburn fans on different boards have kind of circled 2021 as the best opportunity to, with the way the roster sets up, to Mm -hmm. kind of make a run at it. We get Georgia and Alabama back at home. Um, Just everything kind of sets up pretty good. Bo Nix's third year. So if Gus messes around, Pulls a couple wins at home against her rivals and puts a good good year together next year, regardless of how this season finishes. 
would we mess around and give him another, you know, another extension? Like, how is that going to play out? Mm. Um, I, for one, think he, you know, I don't think we should give him an extension, but you know he's going to be coming. Do we hope that some other school comes and tries to, you know, hire him off away from us and pays his buyout? How does that work out if, if Gus manages to put a, let's say, an SEC West title and maybe even a SEC championship together next next year? Uh, just wanted to hear your thoughts on that. All right, love the show. Keep up the good work. War Eagle. Hey, Greg, thank you so much. Really, really appreciate it. Um. Okay, so the 2021 season, I think a lot of people are saying that because of the schedule, not because of the roster. And the reason I say this, and I don't know what other people are saying, but my understanding of it is you're not going to be able to beat Georgia and Alabama on the road. You may be able to get one of them. Probably not. But you may be able to get one of them, but you're not going to be able to get both of them. But Auburn's not pretty good at home at Jordan-Hare Stadium. So I think that's kind of my feeling on why you've got to take a chance um, when you have both of these teams at home. As far as the roster goes, I don't think I love how it looks yet, especially on offense. It appears we'll get the offensive line back, but... I think there's a good chance that Bo Nix loses its top three receivers. You get Tank back. But I I think without Williams and Schwartz and Stove, it's like, wow. Wow, the passing game looks vastly different. And, you know, Bo Nix is going into his third year as a starter. So I think that's something to to kind of keep an eye on. As far as the extension, possible extension if he has a good year next year, one, he's got to get to next year first. And two, we don't know how Alan Green operates as an athletics director in this situation. We just don't know. Surely he's looking at what's happened now, and he's like, I can't do that again. I can't do that again. And if all the rumors about what the boosters are saying is true, um, he's got people in his ear in regards to, hey, we can't have a situation you know, where his contract looks like this again. Thank you so much, Greg. We'll get to more voicemails and texts. In a moment, today's show brought to you by our good friends at Built Bar. The new and improved Built Bar is even better than ever. It's the best tasting protein bar ever. That's why I ordered some earlier this week. I actually got an email when I was driving into work today that it will be here tomorrow. I ordered a box of peanut butter brownie, and it also came with uh, some bonus goodies uh, based on the time that I ordered. I believe this promotion is done, but... It seems like they've always got goodies um, kind of packed into it. Uh, Yeah, I'm getting two bars. uh, The flavor is candy cane brownie. So, mighty festive, if you ask me. But all these bars are soft and easy to chew, and they're covered 100% in chocolate, and they're great for the health-conscious listener. You can lose or maintain weight while um, indulging in a delicious treat. High in protein, low in sugar, low in calories. You got to love it. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCKEDON. And you'll get 20% off your next order. Use promo code locked on for 20% off at builtbar.com. All right, so we got a few minutes left today, and uh, we got another voicemail. Um, oh, this is Chris, and Chris has been listening for a long time. Chris has been a huge supporter of the show, and thank you so much. But he's got a hot take, and I love it. We got to ask the question, and Chris does it for all of us. Hey, this is Chris Messick from Chapel Hill, Tennessee. Um, 
I'm calling in. Uh, I love your idea. If you want to fire Gus, give me a replacement to to um, fill that shoe because uh, they're all out there as far as we want to fire. Here's my suggestion. If we're going to fire Gus and we, and we want to beat Alabama, let's go ahead and let's put the money out there and let's hire Saban. Chris! Let's go ahead and do it. Anybody else? Chris! Paying him every year? I'm not sure who's out there that can do it. Clemson plays them every year. They will lose every year. Um, any other teams that plays Alabama, where they recruit, and the money they have, can't do it. That's my two cents. Hope y'all enjoy. I love, I love the show. Thanks, Chris. Thank you so much for listening, man, and calling in. And <laughs> let's just go get Saban. Oh, can you imagine Bama fans? <laughs> I wonder what the dollar sign would be for him to do that. It'd be a lot of money. It'd be a lot of money, but man. The world of college football would fall apart. It would be crazy. It would be crazy. What are your thoughts? 205-502-4285. In fact, I mean, I, I've, I've gotten so many texts and phone calls from all of you guys, and it's awesome. 99% of them are against Gus Malzahn. I want to hear from the people that want Gus to stay and kind of look and say, like, well, he's close, and he's been close for a while. I, I think he's got a better chance of getting us over the hump than somebody else coming in and starting over, I want to hear from you. Please, 205-502-4285. You can text me, or you can call it and go straight to voicemail. You don't have to talk to anybody. You just got to talk to yourself. So, uh, please, that, that, that would be great. Um, all right, we got a, we got a little bit more time. Um, real quick, coming up tomorrow, a crossover Thursday episode with the folks, um, Cole Thompson, he hosts Locked On at... It's Locked On Aggies or Locked On Texas a and I'm not positive, but we'll, uh, we will get his take on the game on Saturday. And also, we started a new Discord channel yesterday. I'll put the link in the episode description, but come hang out if you're unfamiliar with what Discord is. It's a, it's a app that's kind of based around building communities. And uh, yeah, we got a good one growing at the Locked On Auburn Discord. I'll put that link in the episode description. Uh, we got another text, 205-502-4285. Hey guys, it's Blake. It is my opinion that we should get rid of Gus and look elsewhere to someone like Matt Campbell, Will Healy, or P.J. Fleck. I am apprehensive in letting him go because I'm afraid we will pull an, quote, Auburn and hire an ex-coordinator like we have done in the past with Gene Chizik and Gus Malzahn. Chizik did win a national championship. I would rather keep Gus than hire Rhett Lashley. Yeah, yeah, and I think the general feeling, Blake, is... I think a lot of Auburn folks want somebody that like doesn't have any ties here. And we don't know if Alan Green would do that or not. I don't know. Um, all right, this last text, they didn't say who it was. Thoughts on Neil Brown? I've been over Gus for a while, so that's my solution. Neil Brown's fine. Spent some time at Troy, then what, he's at West Virginia now? Yeah. We should have picked up Lane Kiffin, but missed that opportunity. I'm not sure we did. I would love for Cadillac to be able to stay on staff and for Damian Craig to return under a new regime. Oh, and the podcast is awesome. Love what you guys do. Thank you so much. Wish you would have put your name so I could thank you, but really, really appreciate it. <clears throat> um, I think something that Gus has done really well is build out a coaching staff. I love T-Will. I love Cadillac. I think Rodney Garner is incredible. 
<clears throat> I think Cody Burns is good in the sense of getting guys on campus. Um, I think Damian Craig would be a massive step down. I, I'm not a fan of Craig. Um, I'm just going to leave it at that. Uh, but I, I, I agree with you in the sense of it'd be nice if Gus were to get let go. I think it would be. Um, I think it'd be a real shame to lose some of the the talented assistant coaches on the staff. Absolutely, guys. Thank you so much for listening to today's show. You can follow me on Twitter at Z Blackerby, or you can follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Auburn and on Instagram at Auburn Podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with a crossover Thursday with Cole Thompson with Locked On Aggies. Don't miss it. It'll be right here on Locked On Auburn. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.